0: Hey, 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 this is Melise with the second episode of the Mommying Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about new beginnings and why September is the new new year. So as you guys know, every September school starts and things feel fresh and new And we're all kind of trying to figure out how we can improve our lives because the summer has left us lazy and carefree and we've just been chilling with the kids or the schedule hasn't been as tight as it is during the school year. And so I find myself trying to figure out ways to start anew when September rolls around and the kids go back to school. So about three years ago, I sent out an email to my email list about um, new beginnings. And the title was September is the new new year. I really feel like September is the perfect time to start things anew, to refresh and reset. And I feel that way because I think we're already conditioned to start things new in September because of the new school year, because of the change of seasons. It's about to be fall. The weather starts changing. The leaves start falling off the trees. So it reminds you of a season of renewal to begin with. And so I thought to myself, why not embrace that feeling and really, you know, dive into that? So one of the things that I found is that um, in the beginning of the school year, around September, um, you know, with the kids having to set new standards for the kids, having to set new routines for the kids. It's a great opportunity for me as a mom to reset some things for myself too. So if I hadn't been eating well during the summer months, it's a great opportunity for me to really get up, make breakfast, make a healthy breakfast, not just wing it, which I find a lot of times during the summer, that's what winds up happening. So I kind of get up earlier make a smoothie, uh cook breakfast, things that I kind of don't do during the summer months. I typically get into a new groove when the school year starts. So I have five reasons to set new year resolutions in September because I know as my career as a health coach, every end of December beginning of January every new year there's all this new year new you start the new year fresh and it's so much pressure at that time of year that sometimes people get overwhelmed and as a coach I found that people who already were reluctant to start new things got hella anxiety from Just the pressure, just, you know, you get all of these emails about new year, new you. You go on social media, everybody has their resolution list and their um, goals list and all of these things. And it's, you know, it's a time of, you know, goal setting and goal crushing, but sometimes it can be paralyzing because of all the pressure that surrounds it. And if you're someone who, you know, gets discouraged easily when you don't reach your goals, then... This can be a daunting task for you to even start. So number one, we've all been trained to have a back to school mindset. Since we were kids, September kind of signaled the start of a new year. In some ways, it really is the beginning of a new year, a new thing. So I think that the back to school mindset is what you need to get started number two there's built-in momentum and energy um lazy summer days are over and september brings new energy um as people begin to focus on what needs to get done before the actual end of the year so it's fourth quarter people are like okay i got three or four months and i'm gonna crush it and so you know the momentum is already there So, you know, the energy is already high. The kids are going back to school. They're excited. We're excited to get them out of the house. They're excited to get out of the house, to see their friends, to do new things. And so there's already a built-in momentum and energy around the start of the year. So you can kind of like hit the ground running. Um, The third thing is there's no pressure. Um, Like I said before, we're bombarded with messages around the actual new year about what needs to get done and how to do it. And everyone's telling you that you should do it. Um, But here, no one's expecting you to start anew or to set new goals or, you know, to set new resolutions. And so you're not bombarded with outside pressure of starting things anew. The fourth one is you have months before the end of the year. Literally, this makes you more aware of what you have not accomplished this year because you're like, oh, my God, the year is almost over and I haven't done this, this and this. But this allows you to make an action based plan on what you really need to work on. And so, you know, if you can look at your list of what you wrote in the beginning of the year and you can pinpoint the things that you haven't gotten done, the things that you haven't started or the things that you just did not complete, you can You know, highlight those things, finish off the things that you started. And if you haven't even begun some of the tasks, then you can actually start. And finally, when everyone else is starting in January, you'll already have your results in. Um, you can start working on your goals in September and you'll likely have some bomb results by the time the new year rolls around and everyone will just be getting started and you'll already have that momentum going and you will already have something to, something to show for the goals that you set for yourself. The main thing is you don't have to start when everyone else says that you have to, you can start when you are ready to start. Whenever you feel the need to grow, to expand, to change, just do it. Um, I find that I don't like to necessarily have a goals per se list um, because I'm not completely anti-goal setting. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I like to think about how I want my life to feel. Like I'm able to look back on the year and see how does my life feel right now based on the things that I said I wanted for myself, the promises I made to myself. How does my life feel right now? And if it doesn't feel the way that I would like for it to feel, how can I change that? How can I make some goals with soul for myself? And so with all of this new energy in the air, I'm able to write down my core desired feelings about how I want my life to feel and then I can make a blueprint of my goals based on how I want to feel like for me feeling accomplished feeling responsible feeling loved. Those are my three core desired feelings and so everything that I put on my goals list is centered around producing those feelings as a result of me following through with the promises that I've made to myself. One of the things I like to do is a seasonal detox. So I do a a juice cleanse like every season when the seasons change the reason I do that is because it's a really good reset like especially after the summer oh my goodness because I have been snacking I've been on vacation I've been doing the cookouts I've been doing all of these things that you know I just have not been eating well during the summer months typically Um, And I'm not a heavy eater, so I will grab a snack on the go um, when I'm shuffling the kids around to where they have to go. And so every fall, I like to do some sort of juice cleanse or some sort of detox to kind of reset my body, reset my palate, get me back into a healthier state of mind, kind of remind me that, hey, you do like going to the gym. Hey, you do like eating healthy. These are things that you enjoy. But... You know, more than that, it's a mental thing. It's like, it's a part of resetting your life for balance and um, so that you can be your best self. Of course, anyone who knows me knows my story. You know, I'm a holistic nutritionist. So... Food and nutrition are a big part of my life, and I'm not one of those people who said, "Who is like I'm only a raw vegan? I don't eat any processed foods. I don't eat any meat. I don't eat anything that you cook." That's not me. I eat what I like, and. I don't typically have a taste for very unhealthy foods but if I have a taste for something that is not so healthy I will eat it and I don't punish myself for that. So during the fall I like to do a detox a juice cleanse and I do typically a three-day nothing really long just a three-day juice cleanse um so it'll consist of just juice and water and herbal tea um and I, when I'm working out though, I will add a protein smoothie in the morning um, just to give me that protein, that extra energy that I need when I go to the gym and I'll do a juice detox and it has worked for me in resetting my palate and resetting my mind around food and getting healthy again. Um, it's worked for me for the last five or six years. And so I swear by seasonal detoxes and juice cleanses. I also like to um, find a book that basically talks about resetting positive thinking, positive affirmations, things like that. And I will typically start reading a new book in September, something that is going to help my mental align with what I think I want. So if I want to learn to manage my time better, I'll try to find a book on time management. Or um, if I want to concentrate on uh, happiness, I'll find a book that is centered around happiness and so I always try to also reset my mind with what I'm taking in um with the things that I'm reading the things that I'm seeing the things that I'm hearing I listen to of course other podcasts and I just use that as a time to reset my mental um I as far as my kids are concerned they get so this year, they're getting a new bedtime, which is 30 minutes later than what they usually get. So my kids usually usually go to bed around 830. And over the summer, I let them stay up really late almost every night. They did go to summer camp, but they had to be to summer camp later in the morning. And so they got up later, later every day, and I let them stay up late. So now they're kind of like, Mom, do we have to go to bed at eight 830? which really means they're going to bed around eight and they're asleep by 8.30. So now bedtime is nine o'clock. So they're getting in the bed at 8.30 and they're going to sleep around by nine. So I'm allowing them to have a later bedtime, which we're only the second week into school. So I'm not completely sold on the later bedtime, but I am uh, you know, really conscious about our schedule in the evening, because if our evening goes smoothly, then that means that they're going to get in bed early. They're going to get in bed by their bedtime. The reason I do that is because my kids are not morning people. They hate waking up early in the morning. They absolutely hate it. And so if they go to bed early, that means that our morning, the next day is going to go smoothly. If not, someone's going to have a meltdown. Someone's going to be crying Someone else is just not going to be happy. They're going to be sluggish. They're not going to follow directions. They're going to take forever. And we're going to be late and I'm going to be mad. And our whole morning is going to be tense and unpleasant. So, you know, it's like the trickle down effect with kids. Like one thing can't be off because everything else is just thrown off. And my kids are kind of used to a regimen in the evenings because of the way that I've structured my life and I've structured my life around them. So they're pretty used to a regimen in the evening. Another thing is I have gotten really regimented with cooking every day. So during the school year, I typically cook dinner every day um, with the exception of the occasional going out to dinner. But typically I cook dinner every day and so after you know when we get get home in the evening I will cook if I haven't meal prepped on Sunday so um I'm really good with giving them balanced meals and you know it's no we're gonna just stop here and grab something or we're gonna do a hodgepodge of things that we have in the house and all summer that's usually what happens so I basically give them a nutrition reset also um and this year, I am starting to try to get them to be more responsible and take more initiative in taking care of their own things. And so I had them iron their uniforms for the week on Sunday. So my daughter, she's able to do that by herself. My son, he needs supervision. So that requires me to slow down and sit next to him and make sure that he's not going to burn himself and that he does it properly um, which is a teachable moment for him because I'm teaching him safety I'm teaching him how to follow directions and I'm also teaching him how to take care of his own things because I have them hang them up in their closets afterward and he feels a sense of accomplishment my daughter is very neat With everything. She's neat with her space. She's neat with her clothing. So, this is right up her alley ironing her uniforms for the week. She's very pleased with this test that I've bestowed upon them. Um, My son, on the other hand, it takes a little more attention and care because he is not really interested in ironing his clothes and he could care less. But I care because that's one thing I don't have to do every morning, which I. I'm finding to be a relief for me because usually I'm the type of mom where I usually do most things for them. And I just feel like they're getting to an age where they can take care of some things themselves. So I've had them iron their uniforms themselves and also make their own lunch. Now, my kids are not typical lunch people. Like they don't want sandwiches and things like that for lunch. They want... Food, hot food or they want um like they'll have nuggets or pizza for lunch. And so usually in the mornings when I go downstairs to get my key lime shot, because I take a shot of key lime in the morning, I will put their lunch in the oven. And then go back upstairs and finish getting dressed. Well, when they finish getting dressed in the morning, after they finish everything they have to do upstairs, I tell them they have to go downstairs and make their lunch. So they all they're doing is putting things in their lunch bag. And then when I come down, I take the whatever's in the oven out and you know put it in baggies and give it to them so that they can put it in their lunch. So I've passed the responsibility of making their own lunch onto them. Which is proving to be very helpful in the morning also because that's one less task I have to do. And we are actually getting out of the house early, not even on time, but a little early, which makes me very happy because I hate them to I hate to be late. I hate for them to be late to school. And if they get to school 10 minutes late, they have to get a late pass. And so I'm trying to teach them the importance of being on time and so these are all like everything is connected all of these things work in concert with each other and so i am trying to teach them responsibility um in ways that i've not uh taught them before so the new school year has allowed us to set a new standard, which I think is very helpful for children. Um, And, you know, if they do not follow directions, then they have consequences to that, which, you know, it leads into another area that we as parents always have to work with our kids on, which is discipline, consistency, following instructions. Um, Even the best behaved child uh, has to develop those skills and so yay, yay for september because september is just like refreshing for me because i feel like i get order like i feel like Things are more orderly. Like I'm going to do laundry on the weekend. I'm going to fold everything, put it away. And I hate doing, I hate folding laundry. Like it's one of the things that I do not like, but it just gives you a new energy. There's just like a newness in the air that makes you want to do better, makes you want to be better, more organized. And then you can look up and you're like, yo, like I got this, this feels good. So that is why I always have said for the last three years that September is the new, new year. Um, Like even after school activities, like I'll probably take them to play basketball at the playground this evening, which means that I will be working out while they are playing basketball. And it's no pressure. Like it's a workout for me. It's a workout for them. I don't have to worry about a sitter. I don't have to worry about carving out extra time in my day to get my workout in. And until it gets cold outside, that's the move. That's what we're going to be doing. So it's just like a bomb time to just get yourself together. Like to just pull it, reel it in and really hone in on what it is you really want, how you really want to feel, what your areas of opportunity are for your life. So those things that you didn't do yet, haven't done, maybe you haven't even thought about them. Now's the perfect time to do that. I have a wonderful, beautiful guest with me today. And she is very near and dear to my heart. And of course, it wouldn't be right if I didn't bring her along On this journey of the My Mean Podcast, she is my twin sister, Malaika Frazier.
1: Malaika. (laughs) Hi. (laughs)
0: So, I always tell her that we should have a podcast, right? And her schedule, though, is so crazy that it doesn't, her schedule really doesn't allow for, like, consistency of doing a podcast, So I said, well, I'm going to start a podcast and I will invite you on as a guest when there are topics that I think that you um, can contribute to. So the topic of today is September is the new new year. I thought Malika would be perfect to co-host this podcast with me because she has a young son and an older son. She has a five-year-old and and a couple days he'll be 18 year old and she's done these Septembers uh, for quite some ye- some time now some years because her oldest son is 18 and now she's entering a new phase where she is a kindergartner so she has one kid that's starting college this year and another kid that's starting kindergarten wow Malika <laughs> wow so you know, that in and of itself is like crazy. But, um, you know, I was thinking about the concept of September being the new new year or the other new year and how the kids go back to school. It feels really fresh and new. Um, you talk to the kids about starting new habits, about refreshing and about doing some things differently, strategizing, And things like that. And I feel like us as adults, we have so much that we can learn from that. Um, Because, well, we've all had that feeling of the fresh start in the new school year. And I just think it's a great way to reset. It's almost the end of the actual year. But I think that, you know, with the seasons changing and it's about to be fall, I think that September is a great time to readjust and kind of set some new goals for yourself and you know it. it's the new new year so what do you think about the, that Malika? I
1: think that you're absolutely right um I think that fall brings a sense of like new and refreshing and like letting go of the old you know the leaves start falling off the trees and I just think that because the children go back to school um, or if you don't have children you're coming off of your vacation season and it's like time to get refocused I think that we could use September as a time to reset and not always wait until January
0: Mm -hmm. so you recently relocated well recently as in the last few years three years ago You moved yourself and the boys from the East Coast to the West Coast. um, And you all moved around this time.
1: Yeah, Thursday is our anniversary, September the 5th. Mm -hmm.
0: Wow. I can't believe it's been three years. But what sort of tools did you use when you moved? Because it was like everything was new. So, like, what are some key things that you did to ensure that, like, the boys would have like a successful school year and you would have like, you know, you would jumpstart work, um, in a successful way. Like, what do you feel
1: like you did to accomplish things? I think with the boys, um, each year, what I do is my best to communicate with the teacher within the first couple of weeks of school. Um, really letting the teacher know what I have viewed, um, as far as my child and their behavior patterns and um, what I think that particular child may need. And I also talk with the school counselor for which, for which, for whichever grade the child is in at that time. Um, so I think that for school for me has always been key. Like you said, Justin is eight, he'll be 18 on Thursday and, is five, and I did that throughout Justin's entire um, academia years from 17 when he graduated high school, and it always worked. It always uh, showed the teachers that you are a parent that they can depend on, and so in turn, I feel like they pour into your child, So just really starting the year off with clear communication and expectations uh, for both parties, from the teacher to the parent and then from the parent to the teacher, and then bringing the child in in that conversation at some point in time, whether that be the parents at home or in front of the teacher with the parent, just so that everybody can do their best to be on the same page and understand what's expected of all parties. I think that's the biggest thing as far as your children going to school. You really got to get in there and talk to those teachers. And then, though, I know it's hectic sometimes because it is the beginning of the school year and they have to kind of care for all these kids and learn these different personalities but even if you kind of are present at orientation you're present at back to school night and then maybe circle back around at the end of September very beginning of October and get some one-on-one time with those teachers I think is imperative
0: Mm -hmm. so I know for me like um because I'm just a very um like I feel like I need a lot of sleep. <laughs> so and you're not a sleeper. Like you are I think you took
1: all of it. <laughs> very
0: minimal sleep. You unhealthy. <laughs> yeah. Like you're a robot. But like I use the new school year as a way to kind of reset my clock also. So like mm. the kids start going back to back to sleep. You know, their bedtime gets earlier, which allows me to go to bed earlier. Um so, do you think you feed off of them in any way in terms of like setting healthier habits for yourself, not just them?
1: um I wish I've been hundred percent honest. no, I admire people that are able to do that. I don't know. I just my brain just doesn't work that way. I think that I think part of it honestly is that. I had my first child early, you know, I mean, where we're from, having your first child is normally like 14. But if you're lucky, having your first child is around 20 or 21. And that's when I had my first child. And I was an entrepreneur, I worked for myself. So I never... I never had like the nine to five job so I could have the six to eight evening. That mm-hmm. wasn't my life. Mm-hmm. So for me, I've just really had to adjust with honestly what works best for my life. And I think that that's another thing. I think that, um, I think that in the, the, the day we live in now, like the age we live in now, Everything is not so cookie cutter. So I think it's important for moms to look at their lives and their schedules. Look at what's realistic according to what their children need and and how they provide. And I would love didn't miss the mark like I did, which is also add self-care into that. Because my way of living hasn't honestly been that. It's been work really hard when you don't have your child, when you have your child, try to commit to your child. And then when your child goes to sleep, you have to finish your work because you work for yourself. So I really haven't had that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that it is an ideal way to live. That just Mm -hmm. hasn't been my personal story. Um, The thing, one thing that I do Try to do is, I'm not going to get th- th- more sleep, but I do try to um, incorporate healthy eating habits because my children have always taken their lunch. Um, my oldest son, he always flip flop between being vegan, vegetarian, and pescatarian, and then my youngest is is pretty pretty much the same. So you know, there are times when I get in a groove and I'm making them food and I'll make myself food and I'll be able to take food with me to work. And so that aids in one cutting down on costs while I'm at work as well as making sure that I am eating and that I'm eating something that is on the the healthier side and that I enjoy. So I I can I take those things from it, but like at home in the house, I really haven't had I really haven't been like, oh, yeah, I can reset myself because they're resetting. Mm-hmm. If, okay. if I answered your question, I don't know.
0: Yeah, you did. Um. Well, everybody's story is different and everybody's life is set up differently. That's one of the things that I, I think in this last year or so, I've, I've just been like, I don't know. I think I've had like some revelations and some epiphanies about my life and the way that it's structured um, because I am an entrepreneur also, but my schedule is just very different. My Everything I do is centered around the children. So it's almost like I'm a stay-at-home mom, but it's because of the schedule that I've created. I think that in a lot of ways, my interaction with the children is traditional, um, and I think it's been intentional on my part to structure my life that way. I'm moving in another direction currently, but um, in the past, and my oldest is nine. So in the past, though, for the last nine years, I've structured everything around the kids. And so like when they reset, it's an opportunity for me to reset also. Um, That's with scheduling, that's with my workouts. that's with the food that I eat. I'm just able to get more focused and kind of lean and just do away with all of the fluff. Um, One, because I don't have the luxury of um, late bedtimes. I don't have the luxury of, um, you know, summertime is just lazy and it's kind of carefree. So we eat out a lot in the summer. We do a lot of activities in the evening in the summer, a lot of outdoor activities. Whereas because of where we live on the East Coast, it, it starts to get cold in the fall. And in the winter, it's definitely cold. So we do a lot of things indoors. So when the kids reset, I'm able to reset. But I think that it's pretty cool that you're able to take at least something and change it up a little bit, like your eating habits. Because, you know, we always talk about those. And, you know, I just always worry
1: it's a whole nother story
0: (laughs) worry about the way you eat but um i think that everybody everybody has to find their thing that they can reset because the thing about that is you're resetting so that you can add value to your life you're resetting so that you can become more focused or just take away the distractions or the you're changing the things that don't serve you and so I think that that is something even if you can't go to bed earlier if it is changing the way you eat or if you get up if you rise earlier um, if you have a stricter schedule so you're able to like really commit to working out or whatever your thing is that is going to make you live your best life as a mommy I think that this is the perfect time to do it because your kids are getting into a new rhythm. And so it's easier for us as moms to get into a new rhythm also because our kids follow our lead. And so, you know, to some degree we have to show them, you know, that, you know, now it's time for business. Now it's time to be serious. Now it's time to like focus. Um, I've also found that doing new things in September is great because it's not as much pressure. As, like, the new year. With the new year, you get bombarded with all of these images and all of these expectations of new year, new youth. Sure, for especially adults to like readjust in September, um, because you're basically, it's kind of like a silent reset. And you don't have all of the outside noise. So you can kind of set your intentions for yourself. And it's not a huge deal. So you don't feel like other people are are dictating when you should be doing the right thing or when you should be doing the better thing. I think that September offers you an opportunity to do that. Um, And then another thing is, I feel like, like when, if you start a new thing, a new routine, a new regimen, uh, adding something great to your life in September, by the time January comes along, you've already started. So you already have a head start on your goals. You have a head start on whatever it is you said you wanted to change about your life. I feel like if you started in September, by the new year, when everyone else is talking about new year, new you, You already have that groove. You've already committed to it. So you have some time in. Um, So what advice would you give to the busy mom who may be an entrepreneur, who may have a a stressful job, who may have a ton of kids to shuffle back and forth? Like what type of advice would you give the mom to um, reset? Like what would you tell her Um, What works for you in resetting? Like what's important to you? What resonates with you in terms of setting of goal setting for yourself?
1: I would say the first thing is make your bed and make sure that your room is clean so that after you finish with the children, you have somewhere that is clear where you could think that's number one. When you come home and you've, worked really hard you come home to a clean room you come home to a bed that's made so I would say make sure that you're making your bed when you get out of it and make sure that your room is clean in your bathroom I know that may sound really weird but it just helps when you are in a relaxed state you're in a place that doesn't have the clutter and the chaos and so I believe it helps you think a little better and helps you rest better
0: Mm like I'm a stickler for the bed like bed linen like I change my sheets like an insane amount so I'm definitely on board with that like I think that that is very important
1: and then I think the other thing is just fighting through I mean doing things that really just aid in your day to day life being easier so that you could think more so like for instance for me I pack the bo- I pack daily's lunch at night, all of his snacks and everything at night. I get his clothes out at night. And sometimes I might not get home till like, 2 or 3 in the morning. I'm, like, whether I'm leaving set or whether I am leaving the salon, you know, or I might be leaving a home visit. Depending on what the person is getting done, I might not finish until really late in the morning hours. But when I get home, I still take that 15 minutes I make his lunch. I make sure that I know what I'm going to give him for breakfast and I put his clothes out. So that way, that's one less thing that I have to take care of in the morning. Um, and then I think getting in the habit of that so, so that, um, I'm sorry, getting in the habit of that so that you can um, just really try your best to take some things off of your plate.
0: Mm-hmm. is
1: the best thing to do to me and then I think also um, I I believe in calendars so getting a calendar and sitting down um, the month before or the quarter before so three months before and just doing your best to map everything out what time and what day this registration is for this sports program what um, Thing do you have to do for yourself? And just really, really, really um, doing your best to keep a watch on your calendar so that you don't feel so frazzled and you know what's coming up next um, so that you can try to be as productive and prepared as possible for the task at hand um, is another thing that I do my best to do. I have to work with a calendar because I have to schedule clients. So it comes, it, it does come a little bit second nature to me, but I know it's not for everyone, but it is something that helps me. And then I think too, just, I just think constantly working at it, like constantly working at making your life run as smoothly as you possibly can. And depending on your circumstances, depends on how that works for you. Like, things pop up for me all the time. So, sometimes I don't have control over my schedule as much as I'd like. But because I do have these other things implemented, it makes it a bit easier, if that makes sense.
0: Okay. Yeah, so, like, I'm a calendar person also. I love stationery. I have, like, too many journals, too many planners, too many calendars. I love stationary but what I found that really works for me is a calendar on my phone like I use my calendar on my phone religiously and I schedule everything and I don't think i realized how much of a scheduled person I was until you know the last few months or whatever but I'm definitely a scheduled person I love um knowing what is happening when and I love knowing the amount of time I have for certain things um also, one of the things that I do that I started doing, I'm only a weekend, so I'm—but we don't know how long this is going to last, but I had, I prepared all the kids' uniforms because they wear uniform to school. I prepared all their uniforms on Sunday. So mm, I mm-hmm. actually had them iron their own clothes, and Jet is seven. And so, you know, he was not having burgundy iron her stuff, and he couldn't iron his. That's <laughs> so, funny. She ironed her, her uniform top and bottoms for five days. And I, um, supervised him ironing his, I had them fold, um, hang them in their closets. So that's out the way. So we don't have to worry about that. Another thing is, uh, bath time is at night. I've tr- last year. I let them take showers in the morning and it just, we were just always late, which drove me crazy. Cause I'm really a stickler for time and being punctual. So mm-hmm. they take showers at night. Um, and I'm trying to introduce more um, responsibility because I, I know that I'm the type of mom who does everything for them. And it, it, it's just not working at this point. I, like, I need them to be more responsible and to take more initiative. So now I have to make their own lunch in the morning. So after they get dressed, they have to come downstairs and... Make their own lunch. And so they neither of them eat like regular lunch food. So I always make um, chicken nuggets or pizza. Um, Those are the two things that they mainly eat for lunch in the oven while I'm getting dressed. And then they put everything else in their lunch boxes, like their juice, snacks, and stuff like that, water, snacks. And then when I come downstairs, I just take the chicken nuggets or the pizza out of the oven, put it in a container, and give it to them so they can put them in their lunch box. So I'm trying to get them to take more responsibility for the course of their mornings also. Uh And so that gives me time to kind of move at a slower pace in the morning. And I don't feel like I'm having to do everything for everyone, which actually helps with the mood of the morning because I'm a morning person, but neither of them are. So I'm up early. I'm, refreshed I'm awake neither of them want to get up I don't care how early they've gone to bed the night before neither of them get up they don't want to get up I have to wake them up 50 times they move very slowly in the morning I get agitated and it just makes for a really kind of tense morning and so I'm finding that when the more responsibility I introduce them to it frees me up so that I can do what I need to do for myself and we are getting out of the house on every day, a little early, actually. So I think that that has been one really good thing that I've implemented um, this school year. And I just think that, you know, you got to do what works for you. But at this point, I don't want to do everything for them. I want Mm -hmm. them to, you know, take some responsibility for their own things and, you know, just the trajectory of their own day. And they're seven and nine. And I think that they understand enough at this point to take on some things and everything is not on me because I can be very tense and, um, you know, kind of mean in the morning when they aren't doing what I want them to do, but it's because I feel a lot of pressure because I'm doing everything. So I think that's one thing that I've started to do in the mornings that has really helped so far, even though we're only second week into the school year. Um, I think that those things are helping. So I would encourage other moms to do that when your kids get old enough, you know, to just start introducing more responsibility into their lives and what they're responsible for, um, because it can definitely help uh, with the way that things go. Because I'm really big on, like, feelings, too, like, how does the morning feel? Like, I want them to have... I don't want them to have a tense morning where I'm yelling or they're upset and, you know, they, my kids, they don't, I mean, I think other people's kids are this way too, but if I'm tense in the morning and rushing them, oh my God, my children do not like to be rushed. And so it just snowballs into a big meltdown. And then I have two kids like crying and I'm just looking like, I don't care. Get in the car, get in the car. And it just, nothing about it is good. So um, yeah, that's what I'm, I've done to kind of make our days easier. Oh, and-